are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Rays podcast. My name is Ulysses Sombrano, and I'm currently in Fukuoka, Japan, and Kevin Weiss is probably sleeping because time zones. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. Day. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to any other podcast platform, especially on YouTube, Locked on Rays. And guess what? If you're on YouTube right now, hit that like button, because when you do that, you're helping us beat the algorithm and find more race fans that can like this content like you do, too. OK, race fans. Whew. What a weekend. What a weekend. Uh, I know everybody's probably on edge because that's what happens when you play you know, interdivisional games, especially against the Yankees, especially against the Red Sox, and this year uh, against the Orioles. Um, you know, uh, tensions flare up, and that's exactly what happened on on Sunday. And it was to be seen, you know, with, with how the game was going, the back and forth. Um, but before I get to that, let's, let's kind of like have little chunks here of, of the game on Friday. You know, what can you do when Garrett Cole is is on? I mean, is there 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 are not a lot of other pitchers that can do what Garrett Cole can do. That's why he gets paid the amount that he does. Um, I am not upset about you know the way that most of it was handled. I just my one thing was I I don't I don't believe that one run is chasing. I just will never subscribe to that. If you're losing by one run, that's not chasing. That's just a swing away. Anybody can hit a home run off of anybody. Christian Bethencourt could go deep. Pinto could go deep. Basabe could go deep. Anybody can go deep once. Against Garrett Cole, it doesn't matter. Oh, are the odds down? Yeah, but they exist. So... First, that's my th- first thing is when you're losing by one run, I am not, uh, I will never subscribe to the, oh, you're chasing, so let's let's punt the game. I don't subscribe to that. So they put Trevor Kelly in, who is, you know, the last man on the bullpen. And this is the part that I don't get either. It's the seventh inning. You're not going to throw Zach Eflin. He's over 100. He did his job. Zach Eflin did his job. So you cannot ask more of Zach. So anybody who's saying, oh, you put Evelyn again. No, you're wrong. He did his job. The problem is, is Trevor Kelly is not that guy. Why? Because you're essentially telling the Yankees that you're just too scared. That you're just giving away the game. Against the top of the lineup, you're going to put your last man of the bullpen in Trevor Kelly? How does that make sense? And it doesn't make sense even further. If you want to say, yeah, it makes sense because, you know, he, he can have the whole, the whole rest of the game. Well, he didn't. Jake Diekman had to be used. So my only, so my argument is if you ended up having to use Jake Diekman and Jake Diekman was available to pitch, why wasn't he available to pitch in the seventh? I don't care about, uh, there's no way that you can tell me that Trevor Kelly against the top of the lineup is a better matchup than Jake Diekman. You can show me as many numbers as you can. 
the fact that this guy's a veteran in Jake Diekman and has faced the Yankees before in Yankee Stadium in in Fenway Park. That 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 beats any. Oh well, you know, in a five game sample size or in a five at bat sample size, Trevor Kelly is beating him by opposing it. I don't care because, by the way, I I just don't care. Um, so if you ended up using Diekman, it seems silly to not use him in the seventh. Now, if you want to punt punt, uh, punt in the eighth or the ninth, fine. Okay, that's a little bit more understandable. But in the seventh, the game was still there. The game was still there. So I, I, I don't understand that. And, you know, Jake Diekman, Diekman wasn't the only guy that could have pitched. Uh, Robert Stevenson, who has been phenomenal this season, phenomenal for the race, tremendous get. Um, he hadn't pitched since Tuesday. And on Tuesday, he pitched 11 pitches. So two days rest from not an arduous outing, and he wasn't available. Again, this is coming from as an audience. Kevin Cash might know Dick Diekman had the runs, and he could not pitch in the seventh, and he got better by the ninth. Robert Stevenson just had a little bit of a sore whatever and said, hey, you know what, coach, I, you, you really shouldn't put me in the game today. We don't know those things. Only Kevin Cash and company know that. But from the outside looking in, it does seem kind of odd that Jake Diekman, Jake Diekman can pitch the ninth and not the seventh. Why? Um, so that's my only big thing from, from Friday night's game. But honestly, when it's Garrett Cole, it's Garrett Cole. Like, I mean, I know we don't like him, but we don't like him because he's really good. We don't like him because he's really, really good. Um, you know, that's I saw on I don't remember which I think it was either Twitter. I think it must have been Twitter where I saw somebody uh, said something like, uh, where's G-Man Choi when you need him? Yeah, well, <laughs> and that's uh, that's that's pretty true. Um, you, you do need those guys. But um, that wasn't the that wasn't the focus of the weekend. Then on Saturday, there is comeback and you love that. You love that Tyler Glass now becomes that stopper you know he just shoves only one hit allowed and he himself said he was effectively wild that he didn't really know where some pitches were going and yet he was having some success he said that the the slutter uh, was uh, his best pitch has been his best pitch that he's been using it more and more often and you could see that uh, Yankee hitters were just not no didn't have any success um, and in fact, they didn't have any success against the whole bullpen. Um, th the Rays only allowed two hits on Saturday, and there were amazing key hits uh, on on Saturday as well. They went 3-0. Nice to see Basabe this weekend um, uh, contributing. It it's good to see him um, having that stability there at shortstop. Good for him. I think that's that's that, those are my biggest takeaways um from from sat from friday and saturday's game um because they, they they it was a good way to to come back from from what they saw um but before i get to sunday's affair which i know you guys all want to talk about that um i gotta tell you first about dave and if you don't know what dave is well dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field when you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's all part of Dave's extra cash account 
advance the money you need with no interest, and then settle up later. You can download Dave today at dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB. You could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. You can also download the app now instead of going to the website, whichever one you prefer. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Okay, so Sunday's game. Hmm, where do we start with this? I am, uh, I'm like you, uh, feeling, well, I can't generalize. I can speak only about myself. I feel this sort of impotence when I keep getting, uh, I keep seeing race hitters get hit with no consequence. I, you know, the Yankees have hit the race 12 times in 2023. The race have only hit two Yankees. So that's a difference of 10. Um, I, I, and let me say this, there is, they are doing it the right way. They're taking the high road. I understand that they're not getting in fights and possibly getting somebody injured um, when they need everybody to be healthy right now. This team does not need more uh, injuries for trying to fight somebody, a brawl, or or whatever it is, they don't need that. And so they, they're doing the right thing. And the pitchers are doing the right thing by not instigating the, a brawl or anything like that by retaliating. Having said that, that they are doing the right thing. I still have some impotence here. I still feel... <sighs> Like I need something back. And that's that I know that the players are feeling that. And I know that the coaches feel that. And I know many of you feel that way too. And, but it's, but they're doing it the, the right way. They're, they're showing up on, on the field. And I want to read this quote, this quote by Brandon Lau made that impotence kind of lower. I, it, 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 and myself, Brendan Lau uh, said to Trisha Whitaker after the game, he said, looking at it, it's a last place team against a team that's in contention. They're just trying to ignite something over there. Not worth our time at this moment. We're focused on bigger things right now. <laughs> if I could give you a standing ovation right now, Brandon, I would. If I could clap without this mic falling down, I would. Tremendous quote. Tremendous quote. Um, and he's right. I mean, the Yankees have only won one series since the start of July. Oh, one. Uno. All right. Uh, for the French-speaking fans of this show. That's the fewest series wins of any team in that span. They're a bad team. The Yankees are a bad, bad team. Are you going to get into a scuffle with them when you have bigger things to, to worry about? No, you shouldn't. 
So again, they they did the right thing by not engaging, but it. But of course, there's some. You do want that. You you do you do want a Latell. You do want a, you know, Stevenson, whoever, Jake Diekman, to, to say, hey, stop doing that. We can do that too. And I, <laughs> I am sick and tired of that whole thing, of like. Well, why would we? Why would they hit Randy Rosarena and put the leadoff man uh, um, on board when they're already losing by two runs? Oh, I forgot that human beings were rational and did calculations while on the mound, saying, "Well, yeah, this this would be a bad. no." They're human beings. They're human beings, and they're ticked off. They're tick. They're ticked off. They're going to hit somebody. I'm tired of that rhetoric of like, well, it really doesn't make sense to to hit somebody on purpose here because then you have this situation. This have, no, That doesn't matter. When a human being gets sick off and he has the ability to throw 95 mile an hour projectile, they will. And they do. So I, I hate that. That's the one thing I hate about play-by-play guys. Uh, you know, Michael K said it, uh, and, and, and on the, um, cause of course I, I wanted to see what the <laughs> Yankees were saying about it. Um, you know, and, and they brought that, that whole, like, well, it doesn't make sense sort of thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. These, these pitchers are not rational beings and, and, and all the time, you know, um, they're human beings. So that's, I just don't, well, it doesn't make sense. It does. It, that doesn't matter to them sometimes. Um, and Abreu has done that twice now against Randy Rosarena and Rosarena has done his signature move. You know, he kind of, um, clowned them, uh, you know, getting to second, then third, and then scoring on that did his arm crossing thing, which is awesome, which is great. Like that, and he did it to his team, to his clubhouse, to his dugout. He wasn't showing them up. And maybe they take offense to that. That happened in Yankee Stadium too. Remember when they, he hit a home run, he did his his move. And then boom, a couple uh, you know, innings later, he gets he gets plunked. So you, you, you can't say that none of those were intentional. You can't say that 12 hits that hit batsman against two is just a fluke. None of those were intentional. None of those 12 were intentional. Be serious. But you can't ask a franchise like the Yankees to be serious because they're a clown show. That's what they are. They're a clown show. And they've demonstrated that in this whole 2023 season. They have. So, I mean, they had a guy like Anthony Rizzo playing with a concussion, for God's sakes. For a couple months. It's a clown show uh, organization. They had Josh Don- Donaldson on the 60-day IL. And then like two days later, the dude's taking batting practice like nothing ever happened. And then says, no, they never consulted me on, on putting me on the 60-day IL. It's a clown show organization. So what can you expect? For them to be rational and not hit a race player because it doesn't make sense there? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, But ultimately, the Rays get the win. They 
Um, they needed the series, and they shrank the AL East lead down to two as the Colorado Rockies were kind of helpful and 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 won on Sunday's uh, affair, even though they could have won a couple more games there. Rockies, you could have done that. But I guess you also could have done that against the Rays, and you didn't. So there's that. So let's talk about the AL East lead and what that means for the Rays uh, going forward for the next two and a half weeks. But before we get to that, people, I need to talk to you about Sleeper. Okay, Sleeper is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world. Over 5 million active users in 2022 while earning some of the highest levels of engagement per user in the industry. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal uh, connections and lasting memories so swing for the fences on sleeper picks you could win up to 100 times your money use promo code locked on and sleeper will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars. you can predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs hits strikeouts and much more to cash in on your daily baseball skills use promo code locked on and sleeper will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars. so you can do anything you want. You can one up to 100 times your payments. You can place in-game contests, and you can have more stat categories to place contests like home runs, triples, or stolen bases. So today, download Sleeper. Okay, so before we talk about the ALEs, let me have a little bit of coffee, please. Oh, that is so disappointing. Instant coffee at a hotel is just as disappointing as you think it's going to be my goodness that's bad oh and yet i need another sip people i'm sorry <laughs> oh yeah no not good but needed uh okay so talking about the al east mm, okay let's start with the good news it's down to two games awesome Fantastic. Okay. I'm here to give you a little preview on why it's not all sunshine, rainbows, and butterflies. Okay. The the next five series that the Rays will play are against the Miami Marlins, the Cleveland Guardians, the Boston Red Sox, the Seattle Mariners, and the Minnesota Twins, those five series. Why am I pointing that out, these five next series? Because then they they, they go to Baltimore, and they will play a four-gamer against the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards. So when you look at those five series, and you look at, okay, how easy are these contenders or non-contenders to play against? The Miami Marlins, have they struggled since the All-Star break? Yes. Are they still in playoff hopes? They are. So are they a playoff contention team? Yes. Miami Marlins. Cleveland Guardians, probably not. Boston Red Sox, we're happy that you're not. Seattle Mariners, huh. They're tied for first in the AL West. Remember the big bad Texas Rangers? Remember the big bad Houston Astros? Well, the Seattle Mariners are there. So I would say yes. They're most definitely a playoff contention team. A playoff contending team. 
Uh, and then the Minnesota Twins, who are, of course, first in that very much mediocre AL Central division. So out of those five teams, you got the Marlins, you got the Mariners, and you've got the Twins. Three out of the five are playing good ball. and Or not playing good ball, but they are looking at October as a possibility. That's a real possibility. Now, if you check out what the Orioles have in those five series before the race series, it's not great, people. They've got the Chicago White Sox, another clown show organization, the Arizona Diamondbacks, who have just free fall uh, since basically the race played them, um, the Los Angeles Angels, we all wish we could see you in October because of Shoei and Trout, but that ain't happening. So you're gone. Uh, Boston Red Sox, again, we are happy that you're not going to October. And then the St. Louis Cardinals. What happened there? Uh, you're gone. So <laughs> you look at all those five series, and the best team is the Red Sox, really. I mean, if you, if, if you put the Red Sox against the Diamondbacks, I, I would take the Red Sox as a better team. I would. Um, you know, the, the problem is the Red Sox play in the in the AL East. Simple as that. Um, in the AL East, there's no Colorado Rocky team. Uh, so, yeah, it's... So this is why the AL East being a two is it's nice, but it it's... It's up to the race for these next five series to keep playing really good ball. Why? Because it's going to be very easy for the Orioles to just beat out these other teams. They, they've, they've got it in them. And I know before before the, the, the ultra-positive crowd gets on me about Felix Bautista being out or, or hurt, is that going to is that going to be a difference maker? Of course it is, of course it is. But is it going to be that much of a difference maker against these sorts of quality teams? Do you really need Felix Batista against the Cardinals if you're the Orioles? Against the White Sox? Against the Angels? Maybe, maybe. Let's hope that that's the case. That they that they they see that run differential magic that they've shown all season to just kind of be a fluke and, and, and start to falter. Um, you know, if, if you guys don't know, the Rays have a run differential of plus 174, while the Baltimore Orioles have a plus 86. So it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, what you need to hope really is the Rays keep it at two. Keep it at two. If they're able to and somehow are able to drop that to one before the, the Baltimore series, I mean, that's that's the best case scenario there for the, for them to, to, to keep it at one. And then in that four-game series, you take it and you take it. That's it. But again, the, the Rays have not played really well, uh, really well against um, the, the Orioles this season. Um as quick as I thought I had it, and I don't. Um, I want to see the matchup this year against 
the Orioles, I believe it was um, three wins and six losses against Baltimore. Yes, that's exactly it. Good memory, Yuli. Three wins, six losses against Baltimore. So, four-gamer. Uh, can you sweep? That would be ridiculous. If you win three, that would be the best case scenario. But again, head-to-head matchups count for the division now. There's no game 163, folks. So if if push comes to shove and, and, and you're tied and the and the Orioles won the, the, the season series and you're tied at the end of the season, they win the division. They win the division. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this weekend. Uh, this whole week of, of race baseball has been great. The race have been playing really good ball lately. It's good to see they need it. We need it as a fandom. We need to distract ourselves from all those crappy news that we've been getting lately. But yeah, they um, they 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 beat the the Guardians series. They beat the Giants series. They beat the uh, the Anaheim series they swept the rockies they win against the yankees it's been good so far it's been good very uh, it's been very good lately so let's hope for for that to continue again tomorrow you will get kevin weiss going solo hand solo um we're doing a mailbag app which sucks because there are really good questions there that i wanted to answer but i won't be able to um darn it uh and there's a couple of uh interviews that we have set up and uh, we will also be uh, showcasing them uh, hopefully this week. And that's the plan. Kevin on Tuesday, a mailbag, then Wednesday, Thursday, uh, an interview that Kevin did um, last week. That, that should be fun. You guys enjoy this guy when he's on the show. So that, that should be a lot of fun. And uh, we will have somebody else very soon. I'm not going to say who, but you guys are going to like this. Um, and it's kind of on our on our alley of interviews that we have done in the past. And it's, so we're very excited about having him on the show. Uh, well, thank you again for making the Locked on Race podcast your first listen every day. We really, really appreciate all of you for subscribing, for commenting on YouTube. The comments on YouTube have been amazing, by the way, lately. Like you guys are on it. And I really appreciate that. It's really fun to to interact with you guys on there, to read it, um, to read what you guys think. And I believe that there's now some like rapport and and community within the channel. I mean, you guys have never seen each other, but you have interacted with each other in, in, on on the comment uh, section on the comment board on YouTube. And I feel like that's that's amazing. Like bringing race fans together. That's what we're doing with this show. And, and that's a, that's a lovely thing to see. So keep doing those comments. And if you've never commented before, get on the action, get on there. Everybody's there. Not everybody that, that that's on there is nice. Most of them are nice. Uh, some are snarky, which you know that you can have some snark. That's okay. Having some snark is good. Uh, just as long as you're not insulting anybody. Um, then I think it's all, all free game. Um, and I think it, it, we've tried to to push that um, motion forward, and, and everybody's been pretty cool about um, doing that. Uh, so, so thank you all. Keep doing that. Love reading them uh, and, and hopefully interacting with you more and more. So thank you. I hope you guys stay safe. I will be 
also staying safe and enjoying my time in the future because I know what happens before you do because I'm in Japan. Okay. Uh, thank you all. Uh, have a good day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you later.